Happy fucking Valentine's Day, bro. Mikey Hizzle. (laughs) (laughs) And here we go. Happy recording day. Happy recording day. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Lovely for Valentine's Day. Nothing. Okay, ask me. <clears throat> what What are you getting yours? Nothing. <laughs> Valentine's um, Day is stupid, man. Indeed. But what about Saint Valentine? Wasn't that a real person? Yeah. Supposedly. <laughs> Ooh, dang. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know where that came from. Uh, yeah. The Saint of Ballantyne. Yeah. So what was he? <clears throat> Saint Valentine. Yeah. Who was he? History.com. Who is the patron saint? Of Valentine. Who was Saint Valentine? Six surprising facts about Saint Valentine. Fact number one. He was gay. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's not what it says. What it says is the holiday may have been two different men. Okay. Not a man and a woman. Um... (laughs) There's a dozen different St. Valentines, plus a Pope, by the way. Um, St. Valentine is the patron saint of beekeepers and epilepsy, among many other things. You can find St. Valentine's skull in Rome. Which one of the dozen is it? Who knows? English poet Geoffrey Chaucer may have invented Valentine's Day. I'm not sure why he would have invented it if there were a dozen St. Valentines. And number six, you can celebrate Valentine's Day several times a year. Are we enlightened? Are we good? Yeah, pretty much. All right, cool. Apparently, so his true identity was questioned as early as AD 496 by Pope Gelasius, mm. who referred to the martyr and his acts as being, quote unquote, being known only to God. 
Interesting. One account from the 1400s describes Valentine as a temple priest who was beheaded near Rome by the Emperor Claudius II for helping Christian couples wed. Mm. A different account claims Valentine was the Bishop of Terni. Tierney? Terni? Tyranny? T-E-R-N-I. Also okay. martyred by Claudius II on the outskirts of Rome. Claudius was a gangster. Yeah, he killed... They're like, we don't care who this guy was, but this guy killed him. <laughs> hmm. That's the thing that we do know. Long live Claudius the Great. <clears throat> there was also a Pope Valentine. Though little is known about him except that he served a mere 40 days around A.D. 827. 40 days and then he was killed by Claudius as well? I hope so. Well, now it's different. Hmm. Isn't it? 827 versus... Yeah, 496. Unless they were living 400 years, that's a different story. Who knows? Adam did, right? Well, uh, maybe. If you believe the Bible and its time frame. Sure. Yeah, bye bye. <laughs> um, but as it is now. Yeah. It's a dumb thing to celebrate, in my opinion. Yeah. Yep. I swear to God, I'm going to do the second half gay. You're going to do the second half gay? The second half of my life, I'm going to just do it gay. <laughs> that way I don't have to deal with all this stupid holiday bullshit. Yeah, but what if you get... <clears throat> I, wouldn't. If... I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I, I would find a man who oh my shares my God. values. You're not going to like and give me a foot He wouldn't massage. talk like that either. He wouldn't Valentine's. talk like that either. Nope. He would talk the same way that I talk. Bitch, you ain't giving me nothing or I'll bust Seriously. your balls. Man, I'll punch you right in the nuts. <laughs> Let one flower come in this house. I, I wish, I double dog dare you to wish me happy Valentine's Day. I'll kick you in the nuts. One of that gay shit. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Now get over here and give me a kiss. Seriously, dude. I just, I, I'm over it, man. This is like the dumbest holiday in the world. And no, it's not the dumbest holiday in the world. No, the dumbest holiday in the world is sweetest day. And it's not even in the world. It's mainly in the Midwest. So if you're listening in Switzerland and you've never heard of sweetest day, there's a good reason. It's a hallmark holiday in the Midwest of the U.S. And it's in like the second weekend of October or something like that. Is it even the, the whole Midwest or is it just one or two states? I think it's more than one or two states, man. I think it's like four or five states where yeah. this is a thing. At least four or five states. I can't name them right now, but I, I want to believe it's... Out of six, out of fifty states, out of sixty states, right? Out of fifty states, it's got to be at least <laughs> six states that celebrate Sweetest Day. Of course, we're going to look it up right now, right? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How I many thought states? it was in October. It's 11 states. It is in October. That's what I said. Oh. I didn't hear that. It's, it's in the Midwest. Um, and in Florida, states. of course, the mutt state. The, the armpit of the country. Where America no. goes to die. Indeed. It's the nose over the mask of the state of the United States. Let's see. Illinois. Oh. Indiana, Kentucky, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, North Dakota, Ohio, South Dakota, Wisconsin, West Virginia. Okay, so Wiki is saying Detroit and Cleveland are the biggest, sweetest day cities. Yep. So Detroit and Cleveland both are full of idiots. So. Oh, look, it was greatly perpetuated by the Sanders Candy Company. Hmm. Yep. And there you have it, folks. There you have it. Wikipedia has done it again. Wikipedia is run by Q, so it must be true. I wish I was powerful or rich enough, same thing, I guess, to just start my own day. Yeah. I don't know what it would be. Yeah. Yeah, so Sweetest Day is basically supposed to be for the men. I've never been with a girl who considered that to be true. <laughs> uh, so both Sweetest Day and Valentine's Day, my entire life has been for the woman. And kudos to you for having another day. Good on you. Here's my in summary in Cleveland. of Valentine's Day. Give it to me. It's really the Give most fun when you're like in school. And there's a girl you've been digging on. You haven't had the nads to go talk to. And you make her a little valentine. Yeah. That's when it was at least fun. Then you get older and it's like candy, jewelry, flowers, balloons, cards. Credit card debt. (laughs) But I bet. Let's go out to dinner and spend twice to three times as much for something we can get tomorrow. At I regular bet you price. never gave them. I bet you never gave that girl Saunders chocolate for Valentine's Day. Oh man, I ain't rich. See, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> That's an expensive candy. <laughs> it is. That's a. It's chocolate. That's an expensive uh, chocolate, bro. Saunders chocolate is expensive. It, it sure as hell ain't no Reese's that you can get for two dollars at a gas station. I was giving out them little kisses. I was giving out that sugar-crusted, heart-shaped, you know, that said, be mine. Yeah. Which, amazingly enough, tastes just like candy cigarettes. And also tastes like anything else that was just sugar pressed into a shape. What are those It all tastes the same. They're not sweet tarts. Why aren't they? No, they're not sweet tarts. That's what I'm saying. It was What's... just a pink box of heart-shaped candy. Yeah, but what was it called? 
candy hearts. I don't know. Is that it? Let's look I up the so. number one selling candy for Valentine's Day. That's what I'm going to do. I'm sorry. This entire episode, we're just going to shit on Valentine's Day. So <laughs> if, if you're not interested in this, then by all means, go ahead and cut us off. Just scrub all the way to the end and we'd appreciate it. Thanks for the listen. But we're about to bitch about Valentine's Day for, I don't know, maybe the next 10 minutes. So you might want to fast forward. Most popular candy on Valentine's Day. Is also the most traditional heart-shaped box of chocolates. Okay, well that's very descriptive. Thank you, Google. Yeah, I like. There's like twenty different boxes of chocolate shaped like hearts. Ooh, here we go. Pink and red M and M's are not far behind. Mm. I want to okay. know. Melt in your mouth, not in your hand. Yeah, unless you hold them long enough because you're a fatty like me. You pour <laughs> half the bag in your hand. <laughs> then it looks like you murdered someone. The better thing to do is just to just take it right to the mouth. That's what she said. <laughs> what was I just going to Google now? Ooh, Valentine's Day candy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so, called heart candy. Hmm. I'm lucky enough to not have a wife who cares about Valentine's Day. Did I say that right? No. I'm lucky enough to have a wife who doesn't care about Valentine's Day. That's what I was trying to say. So, um, she doesn't care about it. I don't care about it. I win. If you're listening and your wife cares about it, you lose. I'm sorry. Unless you care about it too, and you guys are both equally in love, then good for you. I was going to say something completely different, but I tempered myself, which is a fruit of the spirit, not temperance. No, temperance is actually uh, a byproduct of love, which we were going to talk about. First Corinthians, that chapter. <laughs> We were going to talk about that at some point. Weren't we? Yeah, man. That was a brain dump. Just looking at all this candy. Now I'm like, ooh. Now you want some candy? Well, <clears throat> I love me some Sour Patch Kids. Mm. And an image of those popped up and I was like, ooh. So do I. Um, yeah, I love me some candy too. I take you to the candy shop. Ooh. Let you lick the lollipop. Don't you stop. Go until you hit the spot. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> So it turns out 58 million pounds of chocolate are purchased in seven days leading up to February 14th. Mm. I don't know why this is kind of intriguing. Because it's candy. 40 
sweetest Valentine's Day chocolates and candy. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, crap tons of ads. Of course. And oh, there we go. Ring pop. I'm That's not sure the first that... one. I don't know. Chocolate covered pretzels. I mean, I can get behind that. Those look good. Pink diamonds. Gay. Oh, God. See, I was going to play it. I thought I had candy shop on uh, in my iTunes, but I don't. All pink starbursts. I'm not a starburst fan. I used to be. Yeah. Then I grew up. Yep. <laughs> As I'm salivating over a picture of a bag of Sour Patch Kids. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Huh. So that was interesting. Yeah. In short, you're not getting your wife anything. I'm not getting my wife anything. Um, it's safe to say <laughs> we're not expecting anything from our wives. Uh, but love is still important. Yeah, if that's what it was about, then maybe I would <clears throat> be more inapt to celebrate somehow, but it's just about candy. Yeah. And commercialism. spending money. <laughs> yeah, commercialism, just like everything else. It's like one of those holidays, air quotes, holidays where like you just feel pressured to do something. And if you're like me, that's when I don't want to do something is when I'm being made to feel like I have to. Because it's like, no, nah, I'll do it if I want to do it. You don't tell me what I'm going to do. Right. Right. Also, we're probably both assholes. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it, bro. Like, <laughs> so, I, I'll, I'll, I'll own that. I am an asshole. No <clears throat> doubt about it. Um, but it is what it is. I'm not, I'm definitely not trying to fake as if I'm not, or to try to make it seem like I'm something better than I'm, than I am. I consider myself a realist and, uh, like, do you think most guys plan to this holiday so they can get a little peace? No doubt about it. 100%, which is. The opposite of love, right? This is just selfishness and <clears throat> self-indulgence at its best. Manipulation. Sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. I got you that gold-plated tennis bracelet. Mm-hmm. And that big, stupid bear that you're not going to look at the rest of the year. Yep. That $200 bouquet of roses. All in yep. your favorite colors. Now, what are you going to give me? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. It's just, at the end of the day, man, for me, it's not, it's not even worth uh, trying to do anything that day. Um, First of all, bars and restaurants are only open 25% capacity, right? Uh, And even so, my wife likes gimmicks. You know, and so even though she doesn't like Valentine's Day or she'll be the first to say that she won't celebrate Valentine's Day, she still loves gimmicks. 
you know, she's she's a sucker for the bullshit, you know, when whatever, a stupid holiday, she's a sucker for the bullshit. So I know her enough to know that. Um case in point, late last night I get a text from her. Ooh, Papa John's heart-shaped pizza. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like don't be don't be messing around with pizza, bro. I'd get that. Listen, Just cuz it's pizza. Right. You can put it in the shape of a penis. I'll eat it. Oh, God. <clears throat> She's a sucker for a gimmick. And for me, I really don't give a shit. Um, I don't give a shit so much that tonight. <laughs> penis pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I need to um, cut that part and just put that back <laughs> at the end. <laughs> Sean will eat a penis pizza. I'm going to need more garlic <laughs> dip with that. <laughs> garlic sauce. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's great. Anyway, uh, I ordered pizzas tonight because she needed something. You know, she needed something to eat. We were all kind of hungry, so I ordered pizza. We all had pizza tonight. Which is great because that means we don't have to have pizza on Valentine's Day. I have a question for you when you're done. I am done. You ever heard of Detroit-style pizza? Is that a joke? No. Of course I've heard of Detroit-style pizza. I live in Detroit. Well, so, me and the wife both saw this commercial at different times, and I think it was Pizza Hut. And they're like, you know, now offering just, 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 geez, Detroit style pizza. And I'm like, oh, it's square and thick and the cheese goes further on the crust. Mm -hmm. And then I start thinking and I'm like, huh, that's how Jets does their pizzas. Yep. And then I start thinking like some of my favorite pizza places in Detroit, they had square pizzas and it just never like, they didn't call it Detroit style when I lived right. in Detroit. It was just a pizza. Right. Because so I saw that commercial. I didn't think much of it. Mm -hmm. And then she brings it up later, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Is this a thing? <laughs> yeah, it's not a thing. I don't care what anybody say. I'll fight you to the death. Detroit doesn't have a style of pizza. It doesn't. So Anybody it's just can... coincidental that there's so many square pizzas. Yeah. Come on, dude. A square pizza is a square pizza. Nobody fucking owns that shit. Apparently Detroit does. That's their style. I don't, I don't see why, because Chicago has the same style. They have the same deep dish square pizza. Yeah, but they're circles. They have their circle pizzas too. Yes. I, I just honestly, dude, I, I've been here a majority of my life. I've never considered a square pizza a Detroit to thing. be a Detroit thing. Yeah. Well, and I only lived there a short time, but like, 
I never, I mean, I've, that, that was never a term that I ever heard. That's why because I seen we, it on that commercial. I'm like, yeah, what are you just making up styles or is this an actual thing? And I'm just a freaking idiot. I, maybe I'm an idiot too. Who's been here my entire life. I <sighs> putting Google to work right now. Yeah, we are. Dude, I swear to God, man, it's a square pizza. Who cares? Look at that. How does how does Detroit own the square pizza? This Detroit. Why can't I say Detroit right now? Detroit style pizza is a rectangular pizza with a thick crust that is crispy and chewy. It is traditionally topped with Wisconsin brick cheese, then tomato yeah. sauce layered on top of the other toppings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Region a Detroit-style pizza Obviously with Michigan. Uh, Wisconsin cheese. Huh? Is that is that right? A Detroit-style pizza is a thick crust with Wisconsin cheese, and we're going to own that? Why, w- why wouldn't we call it a Wisconsin pizza, then? Cheeseheads, hello. You can't... I mean, even Detroit was like, we can't be taking that away <laughs> from Wisconsin. Dude, I that, Aaron Rodgers would be real pissed. I don't know. I mean, the Jets is everywhere, right? God, now you, I want you get, pizza. You got Jets everywhere, and Jets makes a square pizza. Do they own it? I'm sorry. Uh, Shields also makes a square pizza, which I know Shields isn't everywhere, but it's a Detroit thing. Um, I'm right at Shields. So is uh, Pizza Popolis. They make a square pizza. That's a Detroit thing. Louis, they make a square pizza. That's a Detroit thing. Uh, maybe I'm talking myself into it right now. Maybe That's what I'm saying. The more you think pizza. about it, you're like, wait a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I'm talking myself into it. Maybe it is a Detroit thing. Because you're right. I went to Chicago. I got Chicago-style deep dish pizza. It was round. It wasn't square. But when I went to Minnesota and I got Jets, we got a square pizza. I didn't think, oh, we're eating Detroit-style pizza in Minnesota. It just didn't occur to me. I've been in New York. I've eaten New York pizza. It's flat and boring. Oh, yeah. It's got that. And round. Like, dude, just do some searching. It's got that, Mm -hmm. like, chewy crust. I, I know I get it, man. I, I just had pizza tonight. I, it's like all the toppings go to the edge, and then you got that like, yeah, burnt crisp on the. Oh, yeah. I, my I, God, maybe. I could crush some pizza right now. But you guys, so you're in Illinois. You guys don't have a pizza like that. Well, we do now. Thank you, Pizza Hut. Oh no, fuck Pizza Hut. I, I'm just saying. Before no, that, I mean, I've never experienced it. You've never had a Detroit, you've never had a square, crusty, deep dish pizza in all the places you've lived. Not that I've experienced that I can remember right now. Really? So maybe it is a Detroit thing. I don't know. I, I that's surprising to me. You, you can't. I, the more I've you been, think about it, the more you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, I guess this so. This could I be mean, a thing. <laughs> I've lived in a lot of different places too. My dad was in the army. I've had pizza in a bunch of different places, but I guess I never thought that I don't know, every everywhere that I've always gone in Michigan, you have a choice between round or square. 
and the square was always a square deep dish, crispy or, you know, crispy ends with the ingredients going all the way to the edge. And I just figured, like, that, that's what deep dish is. Anytime you're anywhere in Michigan, you say, I want deep dish, you're going to get a square pizza. I just never thought about it. Maybe it is a Detroit style. Okay. I just, I'm, wow. Hail to the D. Yep, yep. Or maybe I'm too many bourbons in right now and I just don't even know what I'm talking about. No. I think there's something to it. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know. I just, Detroit's the only place you can get a square fucking pizza, but. Maybe that's where it came from. I don't know. I don't know. I just, honestly, I'm thinking about it saying the same thing. I swear I've been other states around this country and I've had a square deep dish pizza. I've had pizza in a lot of different places. And I, yeah, but I as far as say, originating from somewhere. I, I, well, I can't say that then. I don't know. What but other... Right, like... Even when I go like, even when I go down to Greek Town and I get a Pizza Popolis, you wait an hour, you get one of their deep dish pizzas. They call it Chicago style pizza, and it's round and it's deep dish. But for me, growing up, there was nothing more Detroit than Pizza Popolis, Chicago style pizza. <laughs> 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 you know. It was a treat. We're going to go downtown in the Greek town and we're going to have Pizza Populous. That was a Detroit experience. It still is a Detroit experience to go down to Greek town and get Pizza Populous. People come from all over the place just to go to Pizza Populous. Here's my top three Detroit pizza places when I live there. Okay. Paisai, which... Used, Stupid. Used to just be in Woodbridge. I don't know if they've expanded now. Dumbest pizza in the world. What? That is not Detroit. Pizza science? It's, it's not Detroit. That's brand new Detroit. That's that new White Bridge Detroit. That's yeah. not. And they got that's some not good White Detroit Bridge original. pizza. So get off my balls. That's, that is definitely not pizza that you grow up eating in Detroit. Tony V's? Oh my God, they had these smallest pepperonis and you ask for it well done and they'd like curl up and get a little crusty. Oh. All right, number three. Jets. Okay. All right. Well, Jets is number one in my book. I don't care who you are or where you are. Jets is number one. Oh, you know what? I did forget about, I got to add a fourth one. All right. And I'm going to butcher the name because it's been so long now. So, uh, Supinos. Supinos, yes. Supinos. Supinos is like Down on the Eastern Detroit. Market? Oh. Eastern Market. That, that right there was like the number one pizza in Big, Michigan thin, for years. yummy yeah. slices. Yep, stupid. It's New York style pizza being sold in Detroit. It's dumb. They oh, put but it on it's little- so good. You didn't like it? I hate their pizza, dude. They put it on a little stupid 
like a paper plate and you walk out with your stupid little dumbass thin crust pizza. That's dumb. It's dumb. Man, you should be white. You would enjoy it so much more. They don't even put (laughs) sauce on it, dude. They don't even put sauce on their pizza. Canceled because I said that. They don't even put any sauce on it, dude. I swear, man. Really? When I saw Sapinos was like number one in Detroit, I was like, "Who? Who's? Who's rating this shit?" Wait a minute. When's the last time you ate there? It was a few years ago. A few as in a few years. A few years ago, like honestly, like less than five. Because, I mean, well, that would have been around the same time I was there. It was probably while you were actually living in Detroit was the last time that I actually had it. And I'm I never you, had any problems with man. the sauce level. Well, I like Jets, which is a very wet pizza. Well, and it's so, thick. And it, yeah, it's thick and wet. That's what she said. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Happy V-Day. Happy Valentine's Day. No, honestly, dude, seriously, Sapinos wouldn't even make my list of top 10. Honestly, because I I detest it that much. They would be my number four. For me, it's got to be Jets, uh, Pizza Populous, and uh, Louis. Those are the pieces. Those are my number three, the top three. Louis. Louis, bro. So back in the day, Louis and not like Eastern Market Louis. No, no, no. Louis Pizza as like Nine Mile and DeQuinder Louis. Oh, I never had it. So, so you had a combination of so you got Louis, you got Shields, and you got uh, Buddies. And I think the story goes that. They were actually one company at one point. I think they like they were all buddies at one point, and then there was a falling out, and then they split. Is that why it was called Buddies? I think so. So Buddies, Shields, and Louis. Maybe it was Buddies. Buddies and Shields were one at one point, and then they they had a falling out, and so Shields was invented after Buddies, or vice versa. I don't know. Louis was always the same style type of pizza, but in my opinion, Louis is worlds better than both Buddies and Shields. Hmm. But they're all kind of the same style, if you will, Detroit style pizza. Right. They all had the same type of deal. Um, but what I don't like about Buddies and Shields is that they bake their pizzas. And then they they drizzle their sauce on top of the pizza after it's done being cooked. And to me, that's just bullshit. I want my sauce to be baked with my pizza. And that's the way that Louis does it. <laughs> so I like them the best out of the three. But that's my top three. Jets, Pizza Populous, Louis. All right. <clears throat> Happy Valentine's Day once again. For what is worth. 
So are you going to get a heart-shaped penis pizza? (laughs) I'm hoping not. Do you even like Papa John's? Yeah. I like Papa John's. Actually, I do. I like Papa John's very much. A lot of people hate on him. I don't know why, man. Shaq is the new... uh, He's a new part owner of Papa John's, chairman of the board. Well, I couldn't tell. Wasn't the original Papa John guy like racist or something? No, no, no. What he happened said with that? He made a racist comment on a conference call, and then he got fucking me too Yeah, that was it. <clears throat> that was it. Dude. I feel like that's I mean, when a lot mean, of people started hating on Papa John's, and I'm like, dude, it's... A good pizza, like fuck you. I'm gonna get canceled. He didn't get me tooed. He got canceled, is what I'm trying to say. Same thing. He got canceled because he, uh, from what I remember, I'm not looking this up. From what I remember, he was actually trying to do a good thing, but he just he said the n word on a conference call. But in context of what he was saying was. We have to be more diversified and we can't talk like this in our company. I think at least that's the story that I was told. Allegedly. Allegedly. Man, that was like he was going on a tirade. He was going on a tirade. But I don't think he was trying to be derogatory towards any particular person when he said it. Hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't remember too much of it. Because at the time, I didn't live near any Papa John's, so I like was like, eh, who cares? It's just someone else who's getting <laughs> freaking canceled for something, you know? Dude, what do you think about all this stuff? Like, recently, oh, yeah. there was a country artist who got canceled because he said something publicly that was uh, racist. So then, say it again. I'm sorry. Say it again. I I was looking up why Papa John got canceled. Oh, say what you just said again. Well, there's recently, like, I want to say last month, a popular country artist was air quotes canceled because he said something. It was recorded. It was racist. And then he got pulled from the radio like pulled off the shelves. I mean, everyone's like, you know, screw this guy. I don't want to listen to your music anymore. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Because I have some thoughts. Who was the guy? I want to know. Man, why are you always asking me names? Was it Blake Shelton? It wasn't Blake <laughs> Shelton. Hell no. But you, come on. Okay, it doesn't matter what his name was because I probably don't know who he is anyway. Yeah, Blake I didn't Shelton know who he was. country guy. So he said something derogatory and he got canceled. I mean, basically, yeah. Yeah. And then it becomes this like, oh, I just can't believe. And I'm not going to support someone like that. Mm. But it's like, you've been listening to this man's music for how long? It's cancel culture, bro. That's what it is. You don't think he's been saying that for how long? Yeah. It's just the fact that you didn't know. So does it dilute the art? 
that's the gray line that I, I can't, I don't know what side I fall on because it's like with Bill Cosby. I mean, shit, there's a ton of them out there. Louis CK. Right. Yeah. So, 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 um, so this is a popular discussion, right? Between black and white friends. So, got white friends that'll say, is it okay for me to say the N-word? Of course, the answer is no. No. It's not okay to say the N-word. And then they say, well, can I say it during a song? I'm just yeah. reciting the lyrics. I'm just right? singing Little Wayne. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, the answer is still no. But if you're saying it with a song, I understand your context. You're singing the song. So I'm not going to be offended. I'm not. Well, like, how do you sing the song? Like, the first one that pops into my head is actually a Lil Wayne song. And I won't say the word, but to prove my point, I'm definitely not saying the word. But he says... (laughs) Ain't never met a what you're saying. like me, probably never will. And then he goes into the next verse, and it's just like it's fire verse. Ain't never me. <laughs> I know the song you're talking about. So how right, how am I supposed to sing that song? Like, ain't never yeah, met so- a black me, probably like that. Like that's weird. But I mean, okay, no. if it makes. No, here's. Here's a here's a revelation for you right here right now. Happy Valentine's Day. Here's a here's a re- revelation. In the black community, and I'm going to willingly go ahead and go out on a limb and speak for the entire black community. What kind of the entire black caucus on my shoulders right now? Here's a problem. It's a big a lot of a lot of white caucus. people. It's a big caucus. A lot of white people, when they um, when they are reciting the word, they say "er" instead of "ga." And when you say "er," you take a you take a black man all the way back to slavery, and they want to kick your ass. But when GA is said in reciting a song because that's what every song lyric says. Yeah. You won't find a song lyric that says ER. But when you have white people that are singing along with the songs and they say ER, a black man is going to look back like, motherfucker, that ain't even the same word. How are you going to say that? That ain't even the same word. Because well, yeah, it's not just the, because weird. it's not the same word. It's just weird. <laughs> It's, it's like not you're going out of your way to be able to say that word. Exactly. And and the thing is, is to alleviate all the stress and anxiety and everything that goes along with it. How about you just not say the word? Anyway. I mean, if I'm sitting in my house and I'm listening to Lil Wayne and I'm singing along, I'm probably going to say... But I'm going to say what he says, which is not ER. Right. Does that make, like, should we cancel the podcast? I'm, uh, no, we're not canceling this podcast. If they cancel you, they're going to have to cancel me too. I mean, I'm, hashtag. Has, I'm sorry, I forgot the hashtag. 
and that's kind of stupid. I'm just saying, like, obviously, I'm, comp- I'm well, I'm not comparing it, but it could be viewed that I'm comparing, you know, this whoever publicly saying something, you know, yeah. vulgar and um, racist. I'm not comparing those two. And I'm kind of off topic of what my point was anyway, but yeah. Happy Valentine's day. Like why, why, why are you canceling this dude? You know what? Here's the thing. Like It's so shocking that a country artist said that. No, it's not shocking. Not to me. How many of these people that are, Oh, cancel, cancel. How many of you sit around with your fucking Confederate flags voting for Trump? Yeah, yeah, paralleling racism because that motherfucker came hard with that shit. He didn't come out blatantly, but he didn't have to. So, like, I just don't understand. Like, Bill Cosby. Come on, dude. Grew up watching Bill Cosby. Hell, I found some of his records and bought them just because it's like, oh my God, this is so old. There's a set of three. How cool. I'm going to listen to him. What happened happened. He's not God. He's not a role model for me. Like I, yeah. it's a show. It's entertainment. There's there's a art. I enjoy the art. If you go home and you're a vegan and I'm not, I'm not going to be like, oh, cancel you because I'm not a vegan. Fuck broccoli. <laughs> but I understand it's I'm not comparing veganism to like racism. I'm just saying like, of course not. If we followed the people who create all the art and entertainment that we ingest, no one would have fucking jobs because everyone or somebody would have a problem with something that they did, said, didn't do, acted, wore, ate, thought. Like, it's just, that's the part, like, that's the side that's super liberal that's like, or maybe conservative, I don't know, that's like... When does it end? Like, why do you think that this is Jesus Christ himself? He's he or she, they're just a performer. You either enjoy their art or their entertainment or their craft, or you don't, you don't have to sleep with them. You don't have to live with them. You don't have to agree with them. Do you know how many comedians I thoroughly enjoy who are atheists? Yeah. I'm not an atheist, but damn it. You're fucking funny. So yeah, I'm going to watch your shit and I'm going to enjoy it. It was funny though. I ain't trying to cancel you because, Oh, I believe different. Like seriously. And I'm not trying to downplay racism because yeah, that shit is old. It's gone way too far. I personally wish it never happened, but I can't change the fact that it did. We are where we are, but come on, man. Like, Look at we fucking Little Wayne. No Why aren't we canceling him? He's black. He can say that word. No, I'm not saying for that. I'm saying for the other shit that he says. Racism isn't a thing because oh, white people too. made him rich. Uh, he's high, man. When he's talking, he's completely high. Doesn't matter. It was caught on you tape. Pass when you're high. Cancel him. You get a, you get a <laughs> pass when you're high, bro. Don't you know that? Uh, so, so here's the deal. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. I know. Of course I do. Of course I do. 
obviously the, the you know racial slurs are uh it, it's a part of our society today just like it was way back in the day and the words have the same sting doesn't matter what year it is uh, when you go back to pull a word from the past and bring it up something especially like the n-word that has never died regardless of how many black pastors try to bury the word and had a funeral for the word black people still use the ga versus the er they don't use the er but they use the ga and it's uh it's it's a term of endearment amongst both uh, most black people. They use it as a term of endearment. The GA. It is not the same as the ER. You won't find a black person saying that about another black person because it's not the same word. It doesn't have the same definition. It doesn't have the same connotation. That right there is a fact. They're not the same. You say ER, you're being derogatory. You're being races flat out because that word goes all the way back to slavery it just does that's just the fact um and it stings now as to why a white person can't say the ga well you know again it i you, you'd be hard pressed to find a black person that feels that the ga is acceptable coming from a white person's mouth because they're still going to, it's still going to have that sting of racism just because a white person is saying it flat out. It just is. Uh, but at the end of the day, when it comes down between, you know, black and white relations, when, where there's friends that are there, it's up to that individual person whether or not they're going to be offended uh, recognizing the context. You know, is the context there? Is the, is the context there of being racist or demeaning or trying to be rash or offensive? You know, what's the heart behind it? You know, uh, some black people would be okay with it given the relationship, depending on the relationship there. That's also a fact, and it's also true. Um, but when you... So I, I've seen some black people are like, okay, yeah, this... They'll say, like, this is my GA, and they're talking about a, a white person. Right? And maybe in the company of just the two of them, if they's like, yeah, what up, my nigga? They say that to a black person, they might give them some play like, yeah, what up? But if they did that in the company of other black people that they're not necessarily that they don't know and that they're not comfortable with, offense will offense will be there. And, and so the safest thing is just to just not say the word. Just forget it. Because you're, you're not black and you're not part of that culture and you didn't grow up with that background you, you don't have it you don't have the weight behind you to be able to use that word you just don't because in certain circles you might get your ass cracked you, you just you, you just don't know so your safest bet is just not to use that word at all um it, it just is what it is but 
to that point, I found the article about Papa John's. So uh, this is the Washington Post from back in 2018 when uh, when he actually made the comment. And just here's a snippet, just a snippet. I'll read. It says Schnatter, Schnader, Schnatter, whatever his last name is, Schnader. He used a racial slur during a call between Papa John's executives and the marketing agency Laundry Service in May of 2018. Forbes reported the group was doing a role playing exercise meant to prepare for public relations challenges. And Schneider was asked how he would separate himself from race racist groups online. Schneider reportedly said that Colonel Sanders, founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken, never received backlash for using the slur. He also described graphic violence against black people, though he said his intention was to convey his hatred of racism. But at that time, Schneider took ownership of what he said. So uh, this is the story that I heard when this first happened. Back in 2018, three years ago. It was on a call and they were talking about race relations and he was trying to make a point about what's acceptable and what's not acceptable and how much he hated racism. That was his whole point, and he said the word. But he said it in a descriptive way as to say, this is unacceptable to say. And as a result, he's been canceled. He's been forced out of his own company and had to resign. I'm not saying right or wrong or, or that I agree or disagree. I'm just saying that is the fact of what happened. And it just furthers my point that a white person that much more cannot say that word regardless of the context. Especially in a company of people that you aren't close to. It's not in closed doors. You, you, you just can't do it. It's just not acceptable. Yeah, but here's because I totally get that. <clears throat> I get it too. I'm, I'm, that's but here's I'm my question: it, Still, if you never knew how he used that word, would you not eat Papa John's ever again? Oh no. Oh, I, I mean, I, I still ate Papa John's after that. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the fact is that's some damn good pizza <laughs> so like if you're a country artist enthusiast and you've been listening to this man's music and you enjoy it and he says some shit it gets posted out and he gets cancelled right? you don't like his stuff anymore you're never gonna listen to his music again you know that that's how that's how this country is right now man it just seems so weird like yeah and it's oh we caught you doing this so yeah not gonna listen to anything you have to say now it's like wow how fucking guilty are you what are you saying behind closed doors (laughs) Well, well that's the thing right like the we used to have a saying as kids the person who smelt it dealt it you ever say that? Oh, yeah. As a kid? 
You remember that? Go up and fart next to someone and be like, if you smell it, you dealt it. Right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, the saying holds true in so so many different facets. And that the the people that scream the loudest about this shit, the, the social justice warriors, are the ones that are the most guilty of the shit themselves. They're the ones who have perpetrated. I'm I'm just saying, even from experience, they're the ones (laughs) that have, uh, they're perpetrating. uh, They're the ones that have the background of being the most racist and vulgar and nasty. And just they're, they're guilty. And out of their guilt, they are virtue signaling to say, oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. Most of the time, they're the ones that have this nasty, ugly skeleton in the closet of being super racist or being super vulgar or whatever the case may be. They're perpetrating. Do you think some of Uh, it's bandwagon? Oh, I think majority of it is bandwagon. Like, oh, yeah, we're told that we should not listen to him anymore. That's what I mean. If we do, we're racist. So, yeah, Yeah. fuck that guy. Sure, I have all of his albums downloaded on my phone, but I'm deleting it now because sure, he's a big old meanie head. (laughs) It's just like, yes, that's exactly what I mean by virtue signaling. (laughs) They're virtue signaling. They're 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 raising up a banner to say, "Look at me, look at me. I'm on this side now," so that nobody discovers their ugly past. Yeah, it's like you should be thanking that guy. Yep, no doubt about it. And so, listen, I'm sure not everyone out there that's like, oh, I don't want to listen to his stuff feels that way. I just, there's so, like, it's such an immediate switch, and people are just so anti whoever it is. And it's like, if the pizza's good, why not eat the pizza? It's not the pizza's fault. If the song is good and it speaks to you, it ain't the song's fault. You don't got to know the person who created it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. (sighs) I don't know. And listen, I'm an idiot, so maybe I'm wrong. I just, it's crazy to me, you know, because I know there's a whole other aspect of like, well, you're famous, you're an entertainer. You have a responsibility to uphold, but it's like we're putting these people on pedestals as if they're not human beings with thoughts and shit went down. I mean, I don't know the situation, you know, like I don't know him or her or whatever. I just consume their product. Because I enjoy that. I don't need to fucking know them. (laughs) They don't need to know me. I don't know. It's just weird. All right. We're we're about an hour in, and I want to bring this to a full unchurched podcast circle. You ready? All right. So let's get... Let's get it in here. I I got two verses that I want to talk about. 
that, uh, believe it or not, I don't know how, but these two verses that I put in our show notes several weeks ago to talk about on Valentine's Day, these two verses actually apply to what we're talking about. It's divine appointment, brother. Jesus is in the building. <laughs> All right. First Corinthians 13, seven. For those who don't know. First Corinthians 13 is the love chapter of the Bible. Yeah. Sexy. So the NIV says of love, it always protects. Number one. It always protects. So in other words. Like Under Armour. Like Under Armour. Protect this house. (laughs) (laughs) So when you love somebody, you're going to protect them. You're going to protect their secrets. You're not going to air out their dirty laundry on a podcast type of deal. Right? It always protects. Number two is that it always trusts. So uh, in other words, it, it. it, it believes the best about the person, right? It doesn't, love doesn't allow you to distrust that person to a point where, you know, you, you're constantly believing the, the negative and the bad about a person, regardless of what they've done, regardless of what you've done, regardless of the past. Um, love always trusts. The third thing it says is that love always hopes. So it, it, it means that, you know, you're always looking to the best of someone in the future. Like everyone always has these, this opportunity to change and to be better. So when you love someone, you, you got to see them from that perspective of their potential, I should say. Their potential is always great. I might have been an asshole last week, but my potential is, you know, I I can be a more loving, caring person in the future. Just give me some time. So it always hopes. And then the last thing is that it always perseveres. In other words, it, it, it endures all things. So like no matter what happens in the relationship where there's true love, you're willing to tough it out, to stick it out, to stick and stay. So I think this is a powerful verse that really speaks to what we're talking about. Like, yeah, okay, homeboy, yeah, maybe he fucked up. Maybe he messed up. But still some damn good pizza, dude. I'm going to support that. (laughs) I'm going to support that, brother. I'm going to eat his pizza. That's just one thing, obviously. And it's a very superficial example. Point stands. Point still stands. You know, it, it sticks it out, man. Love sticks out. It, it sticks it out. It doesn't give up so easily. You know, the divorce rate is out of this world during this quarantine this past year. Divorce lawyers are making a killing right now because everybody's getting divorced. People are sick of sticking in this house with the same person every single day. They ain't got nobody else to see. ain't got nobody else to talk to. They're sick of their spouses. Well, love perse- uh, perseveres. It sticks it out. It, it, 
it ain't always going to be like this. It's going to get better as long as you put in the work. That's what love really calls us to do. So 1 Corinthians 13 and 7. If you haven't read it, read it in a bunch of different versions. Meditate on it. Think about it for a little while. And maybe it'll save your marriage. Maybe it'll save your friendship. Maybe it'll save your parenting skills. You know, I haven't heard about a bunch of adoptions increasing, but I'm sure some people want to get rid of their kids after this year of being home with them all day, every single day. That's one verse. The other verse is 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. Now, this is a very good one. It says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Now, I'm, re- I'm reminded of a verse that I've talked about before, uh, uh, the story of the woman who was washing Jesus' feet with her tears and drying them with her hair. Peter was amazed that Jesus, being a prophet, was allowing this woman, knowing who she was, to do this, to touch him. She was so defiled, she was so nasty, prostitute, whatever. Jesus was allowing her to touch him. And he said to Peter in response, he said, Look, from the moment I've walked in this door, she's been taking care of me. I walked in the door, you didn't offer me any water from my feet, which was the custom in the Jewish day at that time. You didn't wash my feet. You didn't do anything for me. I was just invited to your house. Said from the moment I've walked in, she's not ceased to to cry, to wash my feet with her tears and to dry with my hair. Said her sins, who are who are many, are forgiven because she's loved much. And then he said something so profound. He said, "He who loves much is forgiven much." He that is forgiven much loves much. He who has been forgiven for little loves little. And the revelation behind that is that. Go out and sin as much as you can. (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) But the revelation behind it is when you've recognized how much you've actually been forgiven for, you'd love that much more. So in other words, when you're, when you're able and mature enough to look in the mirror and see your faults and see all your shortcomings and see all the things that you fall short in, the areas where you fall short, your little petty little attitudes that you have, your little tiffs that you have with uh, your friends or your spouse or whatever, all this little shit that you argue about and you get your feelings hurt over. <clears throat> if you are able to realize that God and his infinite wisdom and love for you has forgiven you for all of your sins, past, present, and future. All your future sins, forgiven as well. Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, his blood, is powerful enough to not only bring you from that kingdom of sin into the kingdom of righteousness, but is able to actually keep you in the kingdom of righteousness through that same blood. In other words, Jesus isn't dying a second time for you. He's only died once for you. 
and that one time death was enough to forgive you of all of your sins, past, present, and future. When you get the revelation of how weighty that actually is, you actually grow in your capacity to love and show other people grace as a result. That's why 1 Peter 4.8 is so um, powerful. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Past, present, and future. A multitude. All of it. There's not one sin that, that's not being covered with the blood of Christ. It all gets covered. It all gets forgiven. And if he, through his one sacrifice, can make many righteous, how much more should we, as individuals, striving to be like Christ, show love and grace and compassion in a way that we grant grace to those who are offensive or wrong in their dealings or in their behavior or even, as we talked about tonight, the things that they say, how much more should we practice forgiveness toward them, recognizing that it was the death of Christ that brought on the forgiveness of all of our sins? So if there's anything for us to remember on Valentine's Day, fuck the flowers and the chocolate. God bless Saunders for the great recipe that he put together. But at the end of the day, the greatest thing that we have that we can share is the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. His blood that was shed for us that forgives us of all of our sins. We can together work on forgiving one another for our petty differences and the little things that annoy us and cause us to uh, fight and quarrel and have divisions and shit like that today. We can forgive each other and love each other and actually have a good day. You might fight again tomorrow, but uh, let's just enjoy today. <laughs> let's, deal with, let's deal with today while we got it. Sila. <clears throat> Sila. I think I just got satisfied with D. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I've been shooting shallow for a while, but I, I got satisfyingly deep tonight. You had to get deep. It's V Day. That's right, man. Spoken joke. I'm not even going to say anything else. All right. Check us out at unchurchpodcast.show. You can email us, Instagram, Twitter. All of that is there on the website. Like and share us wherever you listen. And uh, happy Valentine's Day. We love you, long time. Extra special, we love you today. <laughs> Peace. Peace.